Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What is going on, everyone? And welcome to r slash Today I F'd Up. Now, in today's first story, a cheeky student writes an essay in which they propose that they are actually a flat earther, when in reality, the essay is fake. It's all a prank. Of course, they're not a flat earther. However, the school believes it and actually introduces, as a result, a new module into school, which is pretty much anti-flat earth. Before we jump into that one though guys, if you are new around here, please consider hitting the subscribe button. We are now so, so close to 600,000 subscribers, which is a mental number. And I know quite a few of you watching right now aren't subscribed. So please do me a favor, hit the button. And if you don't like what you see, you can always unsubscribe later. Of course it is absolutely free. So yeah, let's get into the story. Today I effed up by making my school think I'm a flat earther and causing an anti-flat earth program to be put into the freshman science curriculum. This actually happened two years ago, but the change to the curriculum came into effect yesterday. Two years ago, when I was a sophomore in high school, I was assigned a persuasive essay on whatever topic I chose that had to include cited research for my honors English class. I decided it would be fun if I wrote my essay on something I didn't believe to be true and decided on writing about how the earth was flat. As many, if not all of you know, there is no short supply of flat earth videos, so there was plenty of information to use. I ended up using the documentary Behind the Curve on Netflix as my main source for my research. When I had finally finished my essay and turned it in, my teacher said to me in class, OP, I had no idea that you were a flat earther. I giggled a little and quietly said, yeah, I'm not. But the one thing about my teacher is that she is half deaf from old age, so I don't think she heard me say the I'm not part. So fast forward to this year, and my school has gotten rid of the earth science, intro to chemistry, and intro to physics classes, which were all one semester long, and combined them into a new, all-inclusive class called freshman science. I learned from both of my current science teachers and my younger brother, who is a freshman, that they are doing a small segment on why the earth is not flat. All of them shared how they have to watch a documentary behind the curve and write about how their experiments and results are wrong. This might all seem like a big coincidence to you right now, but yesterday, my younger brother is talking about it to me and just drops, it's your fault we have to do this. This science teacher told all of us at the beginning of class because kids were complaining they had to watch it. She says it's because you wrote that essay for English and caused her and the school to think you are a flat earther. That's when I remembered that she was on the school committee that determined what would be taught in classes. So yeah, my funny essay is the cause of an addition of a new segment of a science class. Jesus, so you've pretty much pranked your entire past school. That's pretty cool, isn't it? I mean, like, come on, you've, you've made up like a joke essay. I don't really know why you would, you know, joke about believing that you're a flat earther when you're not. I, I don't get it particularly, but maybe you, you wanted this to be the outcome and you were like, you know what, if I can fool a couple people into thinking I'm flat earther, then I've won for today. Um, and, and clearly you've won because now your school is so scared of producing, you know, students, alumni like you that actually, well, believe the earth is flat that they're like, no, 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 we need to rectify this. Let, let's just, let's make 
make an entire module about how the earth is not flat watching the very same documentary that you cited so well in your fake essay amazing stuff i mean <laughs> what a story now moving on to our next post today i effed up by going on a date with an ill-behaved man-child this happened in 2008 shortly after i got stationed in south korea republic of korea officially I was a lowly, private, albeit a reasonably attractive woman in my early 20s. I was out one night with some friends when a tall, funny, redhead guy who happened to be one of my friend's soldiers asked to take me out to dinner. My friend told me it was a bad idea. I asked why, but he wouldn't give me details. My exact words were, what's the worst that could happen? I get a free meal and we don't click. As you may have guessed, this was not, in fact, the worst that could happen. The following evening, we were supposed to meet at the taxi stand outside post, but he was late. He calls to tell me he's at the ATM and ask if I have cash for the taxi. Not a great start, but sure, I can spring for the taxi. He gets to the taxi stand. We ask the Korean taxi driver in our mash of Korean and English to take us to the nearby Air Force Base, which houses the only chilies on the peninsula. Something to the effect of Adishe Osan Kajusai O. Sir, take us to Osan, please. Uh, Of course, I apologize for my terrible accent there. We're going through back roads and I ask what he thinks of Korea so far. He starts going off on a rant about how these people don't even speak English. And I must have looked at him like he had lost his mind. As I open my mouth to speak, a little boy loses his ball and runs into the street to get it. This set Red off all over again, talking about these people have no common sense and just really racist, weird, and out-of-touch comments. When he finally takes a breath, I remind him that we're in their country, not the other way around, and that everyone's been really respectful, so I'm not sure what his problem was in the first place. He gets mad and puts his headphones on, not saying another word to me the whole way to Asan. When we finally pull up at the Osan Air Force Base, I lean forward to pay the driver, and he says in perfect English with an American accent, Thank you, mom. That will be X amount of one. And I could feel the blood rush to my face. Red does a double take at this man's English and darts out of the cab. I apologize profusely and the driver reminds me he speaks English, tells me he spent 10 years in Chicago and that he knows I wasn't the one being awful. I tipped him as well as I could, thanked him and apologized again. We had to take another shorter taxi ride once on base to the Chili's. Red remains silent and, not surprisingly, I paid for this one too. Red, who was about six foot two, dressed in baggy, bleach white shoes, pants, t-shirt, and baseball cap, decides to go to the restroom as soon as we're seated. He comes back immediately and loudly commenting on everyone staring at him. Trying to lighten the mood, I say that it's strange how clear it is which guys are army and which are air force. He asks how I can tell, which is almost funny to me, and I use the phrase pretty boys to describe the Air Force guys and say the soldiers all look a little tougher. He starts yelling, actually yelling at me, that if I like Air Force guys so much, I should go out with one of them. I just stared at him. The server comes. I ask for a water. There's no way I want to be drunk around this dude. He insists, though, that the margaritas are the only reason to come to Chili's and orders one for me. The server is a young woman who looks at me nervously, but I just nod to let her know it's fine. I ordered a buffalo chicken salad. He orders two appetizers, beer and a steak. I had one sip of the margarita and let him finish it on top of the three or four beers he has. He snaps at the server, sends his food back, just everything he could have done. We don't even talk much. 
The server brings the check and he says to her, oh, we'll split it right down the middle or something very clearly to the effect of I'm paying 50% of that number. She looks at me again and I take the check from her. I am totally done at this point. I say, oh, well, if we're going to split it, let's split it. These beers are yours. The steak was yours. The appetizers are yours. Technically, the margarita was mine, even though you drank it, but I'll take that and my salad and you, sir, can pay for the rest. The server is just standing there awkwardly staring as I finally raise my voice at this jerk. He opens his mouth to say something and I snap. What? Did I miss something? And I hand her cash as he hands her his card. He didn't even tip, but I did. Now, off post tipping is rude, but frankly, she more than earned it. He was totally silent the entire ride back, which of course I paid for again. I let his supervisor, also my friend who had warned me, know how it went down and apologized for not heeding the warning. Somehow at PT the next morning, Red had showed up in the wrong uniform and was smoked quite severely, I heard, but we never spoke again. Well, yeah, that uh, that sounds like a pretty smart decision not to speak to this guy ever again. I mean, what a loser, first of all. Secondly, I've got to say, the person that recommended you to not, you know, go out with him on this date, <laughs> he could have been a little bit more helpful, you know. He could have given you a reason as to not go, other than saying, you know what, you'll find out when you get that. I mean, it is quite funny and it does make for a great story, but surely a little warning would have been would have been nicer because you were left with this horrible bloke and you probably had to pay quite a lot for the taxes as well. I mean, at least he paid for his own food and you got away with just paying for your little amount, but still, what a horrible evening. I mean, maybe it was worth going through just because you do now have a great story to tell. But um, unfortunately, yeah, this guy is just an absolute tool. <laughs> what a loser. All right, now moving on to our third story. Today, I effed up by slapping my mates on the butt in the middle of a busy supermarket. This happened about an hour ago, and I still can't get the look of this poor guy's face out of my head. I, a 32-year-old male, have been out running some errands this morning and decided to grab a few things from my local, well-known supermarket. A lot of the time I go in there to grab a couple of things, I end up spending 40 minutes in the store because one of my good friends, Jim, not real name, works there. We end up chatting about all sorts and getting a catch up as we don't tend to see one another much in the real world. I've known Jim, a male in his 20s, for about four years. We both played on the same American football team for a few seasons and anybody who knows what that setting is like will know that a slap on the butt can mean many things and happens way too often. I'm just getting reminded of that Key and Peel sketch. I mean, what an absolute beauty that is. I'm walking down one of the aisles and standing at a trolley is Jim with his back to me. Easily recognizable. I can't go wrong. Longish ginger hair, not too tall and built like a linebacker. Without a second thought and absolutely no hesitation, I walk up, slap his butt and say, hey buddy, time slows down. Everything goes into slow motion. My heart stops. Jim turns around with a confused, astonished, yet shocked look on his face. Jim aged by about 20 years since I last saw him because a mid-40s man turned around, looked me up and down and asked, Hey, what just happened? I froze. What the F do you even say to that? Well, you're not Jim, came out and then I walked away. You know, that weird quick walk you do that's fast but isn't quite running. Customers looking at me, watching me walk away whilst turning bright red. I hadn't picked up anything at this point, so I literally walked straight out of that store. I messaged Jim and asked if he was working today because I thought I saw him but didn't have the time to stop. 
Apparently, I slapped the butt of a guy called Mark, a new guy who is being dubbed Jim's dad at work because of the resemblance. I didn't tell Jim what happened, but he's bound to find out next time he's at work. So moral of the story, if you're gonna slap the butt of a friend, 100% make sure it's your friend. I'm at home, door locked, and wanting the world to swallow me up now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Well, uh, yeah, OP, I'm not going to lie. I'd be in the exact same position as you if what had happened to you happened to me. It sounds terrible. I mean, we've all been there, right? We've all, you know, mistaken someone thinking they're our friend or, you know, a relative or whatever, when really they're just a random stranger. But I've never quite done this. I've never slapped the butt of someone that I thought was my mate who was actually a random stranger. I mean, I remember back in the day when I was young, hugging someone probably who I thought was one of my parents. I can't remember, but that probably happened to everyone, right? And that's okay because you're, you're a young person. You're a child. But um, when you're, when you're in your 20s and you slap, <laughs> you slap the butt of a random guy at a shop, he must have thought, what is going on? Am I, am I getting some weird signals? I mean, what is this? My first day on the job and I'm getting slapped by a customer. Do I want to work anymore? Who knows? Um, yeah, very unfortunate. <laughs> it's a shame it happened, but it's like, and again, it's another great story. Now moving on to our final story. Today I effed up by leaving my purse next to my bed. Esteemed Redditors, I submit to you a tale so horrifying that it shall haunt my nightmares for years to come. The tale of the poopy purse. Like many of you, I am a creature of habit. Every night I get off work at 9.30 p.m., go home, change into pajamas, and play Town of Salem until I'm tired enough to go to bed. This particular day, however, was filled with the most Karen of Karens. By the time I arrived home, I was just wanting to crawl into bed and die until morning. So that is exactly what I did. I threw my purse on the floor next to my bed, took off my shoes, changed into my PJs, and crawled into bed. I thought I would pass out for a solid eight hours and wake up happy and refreshed. I was wrong. So very, very wrong. About 4am, I woke up because I was sweltering. Normally, I sleep with two heaters, one fan-style heater and a heated blanket. I live in the PNW in a basement apartment, so it can get really cold at night. So, I roll over and turn off my heated blanket. As I roll over, I feel the familiar sensation of a good fart ready to make its way from betwixt my ass cheeks and out into the world. Sparing you the details, I should not have trusted this particular fart. Oh no. So I quickly jump out of bed, ready to make a mad dash to the bathroom like my very life depended on it. But I had left my purse by the bed. Like David felling Goliath, my foot caught the handle of my purse and sent me flying on the floor. I learned two things that moment. First, my floor is mostly cement with a tiny layer of carpet over top. And second, landing stomach first on such a floor is apparently the exact amount of pressure it takes to cause a fountain of poop to fly at warp speed out of my butt all over my pajamas, the floor, my purse, my cat. Okay, not really, but but still, you get the idea. By now, it's 10 past four in the morning and I'm lying in the dark in my bedroom covered in my own fecal matter. 
wishing for death by spontaneous human combustion. After realizing that I would, sadly, survive this ordeal, I managed to sulk into the bathroom to shower away my shame. Never trust the farts and never leave something that you can trip over at night next to your bed, lest you meet the same fate as I. Well, yeah, I feel like everything that could have gone wrong in that, you know, 24-hour period of your life, to be honest, OP, just did. You had a bad day at work, you were knackered, thought you'd sleep through, accidentally woke up, sweltering. I mean, it doesn't normally happen, but it happened. And then, yeah... I mean, I'm not even going to say what happened there. Um, pretty disturbing stuff. Might have to put an 18 plus on this video. It was so graphic. Uh, I mean, it's happened to the best of us, but I can't say I've ever tripped over something when I need to go to the top. I mean, it happens. It does happen. <laughs> I mean, the, the Im- I've just got an image now, you know, burned into my head. And I hope that some of you, do- well, I say I hope. I don't really hope you have that image burned into your head, but I do. Of just OP laying on the floor, covered in, you know, yeah uh, you know what? let's just leave the video here i think i'm done i'm done with the subreddit for now um if you're not done and you want more check out this playlist of all my r slash today i effed up videos for more incredible i use that word lightly stories like this one um if you are new around here as i said in the intro please make sure you are subscribed we're very close now to 600,000 subscribers and um yeah i'll leave it at that guys see you tomorrow with a brand new upload hopefully not as uh, graphic as this one but you never know Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.